Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. This, is, this tends to plague, plague smart people. Um, they just can't, they, they define themselves by their intelligence and they, they don't like the idea that a machine could be way smarter than them, so they discount the idea, which is fundamentally flawed. That's the wishful thinking uh, situation. Um, I'm really quite close to, I'm very close to the, to the cutting edge in AI and it scares the hell out of me. Um, it's capable of vastly more than almost anyone knows and the rate of improvement is exponential. I, I'm not normally an advocate of regulation and oversight. I mean, I think one should generally err on the side of minimizing those things. But this is a case where you have a very serious danger to the public. And so therefore, there needs to be a public body that um, has insight and then oversight on, to confirm that everyone is uh, developing AI safely. Um, this is extremely important. Um, I think the danger of AI is much greater than the, the, the danger of nuclear warheads by a lot. Um, and nobody would suggest that we allow anyone to just build nuclear warheads if they want. That, that would be insane. And mark my words, AI is far more dangerous than nukes. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. Hello. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy, exposing the narrative of the globalists of the deep state and trying to stop it dead in its tracks by showing you their plan and unveiling their playbook, which patterns are their key. And we do a really good job of that, man. And I just I look back at a lot of the things that we do. I was going over a lot of old content today. Mm -hmm. And man, just it's just incredible um, how we can look at certain things and predict kind of what's going to happen next. And that's kind of yes. what I wanted to have with a discussion tonight, because there's a few things I wanted to talk about specifically. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're new here to the Red Pill Project and the Daily Dose, to anything that we do, decentralized media, which is coming, I've uh, got a few good calls on that happening this week. Um let me kind of give you a, a rundown. I mean, we're going to talk about this topic tonight. It's going to kind of probably take up the whole show, but it's going to be well worth it because we're going to dive into some stuff that we haven't talked about on this show for a long time. But excuse me. 
I want to talk about a few things real quick to just get them out of the way um, as we get started here. Number one is uh, decentralized media. This is a collaborative Patriot collective of podcasts and shows that'll be launching very, very soon. As you've noticed, we've been adding more and more content into this channel, specifically all the channels that we stream on. Uh, James Grunvig does Unrestricted Warfare. He had Carrie Cassidy on tonight. Great show. Uh, Jim Price's show goes on uh, probably about a half an hour after this show ends. I just, we have to get it uploaded and all that stuff. Uh, I'm glad you guys are showing some support, getting out there, liking, uh, commenting. <clears throat> Appreciate all that. Um, and then we're doing the live streams every night. So the replay live streams. And uh, that starts usually around after Jim Price. It's about a half an hour after Jim Price's show. Uh, last night, it died for some reason. I have no idea what happened with it. I went to bed with it running and it was all set up and it didn't play. So don't know what happened that. I will look into that and figure out what happened and tonight i'll i'll keep an eye on it so the live stream display tonight the the key uh video will be kymatica which is done by our good friend ben stewart nice um so i want to put that out there next is socialredpill.com best way to support us is go on to our private social network support us on there uh grab a subscription i mean it's a cup of coffee a half a pack of cigarettes a, a month I mean, it's it's really cheap, but it helps support everything we do and keeps us alive. Go on over there. We got a great um, value that we're bringing to people. So I want to just lay this out real quick, and I'm going to be fast as hell on this. Fridays, me and Vince do something called exclusive content for the gold subscribers on Social Red Pill. This is where you go into the exclusive content group, and there's a post in there right now that says, what do you want to hear for content on Friday? This is only for gold subscribers, so it's going to be exclusively for them. Me and Vince will post a video in that group, um, and we're looking for a topic this week to, to discuss. Me and Vince will do a video on that. And put that out there. So uh, keep reminded of that we have game night on Saturdays, movie night on Sundays. Um, and movie night we had just this last weekend. The next weekend will be another one. Um, Friday night, Fringe After Dark is actually a show this time. It's not going to be just a chat and shoot the shit. Me and Vince will continue the conversation, continue the show after the show, uh, bringing back what Fringe used to be. And then it'll be recorded and then uploaded to that group. So uh, tons more value and content being brought to the Social Red Pill. So if you guys get out there, check it out. Check out the different subscriptions we have. And hopefully you guys can join us on that venture. Uh, and then once Decentralized Media comes out, all those other influencers will be coming on. We're going to have uh, Tammy Garcia, Jason Garcia, see it coming on there soon um it's already on there but then jim price and james grunvig should be come jumping in the last few uh, weeks so i wanted to put all that out there um just going really quick through the news today or actually also subscribe to where you're at if you're not subscribing to the channel you're watching subscribe go to redpills.tv subscribe over there it definitely does help us um a few things i wanted to talk about a little bit of the news that's going on today okay because um, I want to get this out of the way because I want to I want to clear the way for what's happening. Um, right. And I don't think people are seeing the angle that I'm seeing. And I started like going through some older content and I saw this and I go, oh, my goodness. So that's why tonight's Q star mm -hmm. and the great Anons. I'm going to discuss AI Q star Amazon's Q. I'm going to discuss military DARPA. Um, I'm going to discuss Q Anon or Q and Anons. I'm going to get into that. So, all right, let's do this it. Is, this is going to get good. Okay. So what's um, happening, dude? Well, a few things. So, one of the things that I saw happening today was actually just breaking. Uh, Representative James Comer's released in the 2018 email from the Bank Money Laundering Investigation, who raised the exact concerns of the GOP oversight 
recently about the Biden crime family. He's releasing this evidence. Hunter Biden is going to be testifying in front of this group. Uh, the question is, is what are they going to do about this stuff? What are they going to do with this type of information? Are they actually going to go out there and persecute people? I don't know. I hope they do. I want to see it. I want to see these people taken down. Um, I want to see all the corruption gone out of government. And I think everybody else out there does too. Um, the next part of the news, and I'm not going to cover everything tonight. We got tomorrow night, which we'll cover a lot of stuff because this is going to be kind of a special show. Um, one of the things I just saw this, uh, governor Abbott says, Texas will bust nearly 70,000 migrants to DC, New York city, Chicago, Philadelphia, Denver, and Los Angeles. Guys, we, we cheer this as conservatives like, Oh my God. And this is so funny. Yay. This is bullshit. This is giving them a free ride into the sanctuary cities. You got to understand what this is actually doing. Okay. This isn't, this isn't, you know, children and parents being shipped over there. This is the people that we're talking about. Military age men that are coming over the border from various different foreign countries, most likely trained in terrorist organizations that Abbott is just bussing into these. And I said, it's like they're being hand delivered to these liberal liberal cities on a silver platter, almost like it was part of the PSYOP plan. 100% social and cultural destabilization. Yeah. How do you bring that about? You're, you're flushing thousands upon thousands of these people into our cities at a point in time where we're about to have massive destabilization in this country. Okay. The Christmas tree lighting, um, and Rockefeller Plaza at the White House yeah. is all delayed because of these pro-Palestine, anti-Israel rallies, which we know are being funded by Israel or the Jews. I mean, Soros, people of that such. And it's kind of ironic, isn't it? But they're going to turn into riots at some point in time because that's the point of them. If not now, it's going to happen in the summer of 2024. Why? Because this is the narrative that has been played out in the past. This is the narrative that will be played out in the future. And right, Abbott, by doing this, isn't doing shit to fix the problem. If he really wanted to make an impact with all these migrants that are coming over, he would tell the federal government to go fuck off. He would put them on a bus and send them back to Mexico and say, if Mexico, if you allow them to come back over again, we're going to shoot and kill them. I, I, I hate to say it that way, but he needs to be incredibly stern and direct. And if the federal government has a problem with that, See ya. Goodbye. Get out of my life, federal government. We're calling all yeah. of our representatives back. We're out of the union. And, and you lock down that border. You lock down that border. And, and you're like, I've called it. You know, Abbott, if he put it out there and said, hey, we're recruiting for sheriffs and for border patrol. We need to deputize a whole bunch of people. Let's get 50,000 people down here on the border. I would go yeah. in a heartbeat. Okay. I'm going to be going out next year with a, a few people down there. I would go in a heartbeat. So Abbott, if, if you're listening, dude, Call us up. We'll come on down there and we will protect that border. I assure you. I promise you. <laughs> Dude. And, and see, that's the thing is they don't want people to stop them at the border. Right. We've, we're getting played by both sides, dude. Mm -hmm. That's the truth of the matter. That's right. So quite a few articles coming out today. Earth will be bombarded by powerful solar storms in next year. Scientists anticipate that we'll reach solar maximum in 2024 with flares strong enough to potentially disrupt the global internet for weeks to report. And I came out and said this. The stage is set. The, the Earth's reactions to these solar storms, which I've had three to four years of podcasting where I've said this over and over and over again. All of the geological changes that have come about through solar storms and cosmic ray bombardment, it happens. It is a part of the process in the system. 
They will be utilized to push a radical leftist totalitarian agenda of climate change. They're going to say, oh my God, the planet's changing. The ice caps are melting and the seas are rising and the volcanoes are erupting and the tornadoes yeah. are getting stronger because of climate change when it actually is because of the solar maximum that's actually occurring. Couldn't they potentially just also set off an EMP and say it's the sun and disrupt the elections and say, oh, what a they terrible could. coincidence. And so on top of that, Multiple explosions of the sun this week have unleashed four bursts of plasma from the sun's corona towards Earth, known as coronal mass ejection, CMEs. Mm -hmm. These blasts could consolidate into one supersized CME capable of triggering a strong geomagnetic storm and aurora visible in the northern United States and Europe on Thursday and Friday. So that's tomorrow night and Friday night. And radio has already been interfered with. It, it, it's coming Dude, now they're really pushing this narrative too i mean it's in different story every day and it's ramping up it's ramping thoughts? up and and they're going to utilize actual earth changes and climatic changes due to various different weather patterns and solar and cosmic radiation bombardment of this planet which changes various geographic um processes okay that's natural evolution of this planet. They're going to utilize that and blame it on humans and cause it global warming. This is why they've been ramping this up. This is why they've been, this is why the UN came out yesterday and said, you know, first world countries, the United States of America need to limit meat production and limit meat consumption. Fuck you. You know, as they take their big yeah. jets to their meetings and have their big old steak yeah. and seafood dinners. A filet like, on a private jet. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm done with these people. You know what? It's getting to the point where we're going to have to start pushing back. And I really do mean push back. Like, yeah, really this, is beyond, this is beyond ridiculous. This is beyond ridiculous what is happening in this world, what is happening to our country. People, you have to understand the... Republicans and Democrats, neither one of them give a shit about you. It's a dog and pony show of what is happening in this country right now. They are both serving the same master and moving towards the same agenda. They just have different routes of getting there. And the more and more that you support them, the more and more you cheer for them when the good guys that you proclaim win and the bad guys get beat down, the more and more that this system will be exploited and brought about and produce more corruption down the road. If you want to think for one minute, so Trump 2016, this is an interesting point. Mm -hmm. Trump 2016, I believe Trump went in there with absolutely good intentions to do exactly what he believed to do. We know about cue the plan, cue the storm, all this stuff that I've laid out. We know that that was the intentionality of all of that stuff. What ended up happening is you had rhinos and neocons that hijacked that administration and tried to basically take back control of the deep state. The deep state is something that's been there for a long time, probably before Kennedy. And what has happened is you have political affiliations that basically control that over various eight to four to 12 year periods. The Democrats have controlled it for a very long time since Clinton came into power. Even during Bush, the neocons were very much aligned with those ideals, and so a lot of them stayed in place. What the conservatives tried to do in 2016 with Donald Trump was to hijack and take back control of the deep state that they wanted, because once they're in there, now they get all the deals. Now they get all the money. Now they can do all the corruption and they can be on top and control the shots. Um, unfortunately, it failed. And, and not only did it fail, but it also exploited a lot of their workings and what they do. And 2024 is going to be no different unless Donald Trump comes in and basically says, 
F all you people, Nikki Haley and Chris Chris, everybody, you stay the hell away from us. We want nothing to do with you. We're bringing in fresh new faces. He's going to go in there sweeping. You're all fired. Get the hell out. Kick them all out. Don't bring anybody back and hire all new people and allow our government to function normally the way it's supposed to be. That's what I'm hoping for 2024. And I believe that Donald Trump is the man who can get that done. Now, one thing that I've been talking about specifically since 2018 is this one threat that we've had. Now, we know we've had a lot of food processing, manufacturing, and distribution facilities that have been hit with cyber attacks that are not being reported, that are being silent under the radar. And this is the basically weekend U.S infrastructure. On top of that, you have uh, um, energy manufacturing, refinery, oil and gas refineries mm-hmm. that are blowing up as well. We've talked about this. This has been happening since 2018. One thing that I've also been talking about, and Q in the March 2018 post actually put a lot of stuff out about this pertaining to a submarine and uh, submarine software was being hijacked, uh, basically sold to the highest bidder, the China. They reverse engineered it. They learned how to utilize the navigational software and they could basically hijack submarines. And during this time, we also had two U.S. warships. One of them ran aground. Another one ran into another ship. Some sailors died. A lot of COs were fired and they blamed it on the command. They blamed it on the training, which is not really the case because the case is, is that there's various different systems on board those high tech ships of where the navigation can be manipulated and corrupted to a large degree. The same systems are utilized as well on various different aircraft in the air and submarines. And I've been saying for the longest time that we have a problem that someone is hacking those systems and crashing our ships, crashing our submarines, and crashing our planes. I talked about the USS Connecticut. This was in the South China Sea uh, last year, last September. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, the most highly advanced submarines that we have in our freaking military arsenal. And this thing runs into an underground mountain. That does not happen with a submarine. It is literally impossible in the sense of how these things are built. The only way that that could happen is if it went dark, it was shut down under sea, and it crashed because it was not under its own control into it or something happened with its navigational guidance system that was corrupted to where that happened. That is what I believe happened. I believe it was China who did that to it. The Connecticut that went to Guam had a surface, all this other stuff. And China was like, China even came out with an article saying, why don't you tell us what really happened? Why don't you tell us what really happened? Another point of that could be some other type of technology, not China, not Russia, not human. Some other type of accident. Or attack. A U.S. underwater submersible vehicle that potentially did this to the USS Connecticut. We don't know. But eight months ago, we talked about various different helicopters that were crashing. You had two helicopters crash in Alaska. You had two helicopters run into each other in New York State, all military helicopters. We've had various military aircraft crashing all over the place. Well, what just happened? And, I, you know, this is, this is how you got to read the narrative and read the news, okay? So right here. This article, U.S. military Osprey with eight people on board. This is a V-22 Osprey with eight people on board has crashed off the coast of southern Japan. The Japan Coast Guard is currently en route to search for survivors. That says it was 12 hours ago, okay? At that same time that I pulled that up, Japan space agent likely penetrated by cyber attack, and that was just a, a few hours after 
we talk about the B-22 Osprey crashing. We find out that the Japanese space agency was penetrated by a cyber attack. Well, what's the space agency? That's a ring of Japanese satellites that are utilized. Those are integrated directly into our military satellite system. Well, guess what? Precision navigation capability that accesses encrypted military positioning signals from satellites. The GPS integrated into the V-22 aircraft will feature the new M-code for secure GPS capability and protection for signals against cyber attacks and electronic warfare jamming. Okay, so Raytheon's GPS was integrated into the V-22 Ospreys. Well, what have they been utilizing? They've been utilizing SATCOM. What did Space Force mention today? Space weapons are going up in the space today. I wonder why. You got to be able to put this narrative together to see what's actually happening out there. They're utilizing our own satellites against us and taking down aircraft, crashing submarines and crashing ships, which means that if a world war broke out, somebody has the capability to basically shut down our military overnight. That's not a good thing. The thing is, is I believe that we have that capability as well. For instance, you nothing's happening yet, which is why nothing is really happening. So that is something to be concerned about. Keep on watching that. You'll probably see more military aircraft uh, uh, crash and stuff like that. I yeah. hate to say it like that, but I yeah. think it is something that's definitely going to happen. Uh, and I, I don't mean to say, I don't literally mean nothing is happening, by the way. I just mean like a large scale SHTF, world-ending mass extinction, World War Three yeah. situation is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. About. I think that this is what's unraveling right now. Now, Elon Musk had this great interview. He talked about AI. He talked about a lot of things. I didn't get to catch all of it. I caught a few clips of it. Uh, I don't care what you think of Elon Musk. I don't I don't think he's a good guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a billionaire who's on our side on free speech and AI. Um, although I think he's trying to change the world and control certain aspects of it. But listen to what he says about people not wanting to advertise on Twitter. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? <laughs> If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Blackmail. Yeah. That's what's happening. They're pulling their money out of Twitter and associated companies because they don't like Elon Musk and they don't like his ability to go out there and, and put out as much speech as they want. And so they're pulling their money out. And he goes, oh, you want to blackmail me with money? Fuck you. You know, th- this guy has enough money, right, to run Twitter for 100 years on his own. Okay? Like, he could fund Twitter for 100 years without taking in one penny, and he'd be fine. And he would still be a billionaire. Like, conceptualize that. Elon Musk could fund every single employee at Twitter, pay for all the data centers and all the data distribution and in the integration and evolution of Twitter. He could do that for a hundred years and still be a billionaire without taking in a dime. He don't care. You can't corrupt that guy. Okay. I, I, hopefully people see a different perspective on it. I, I, look, I'm not about the Neuralink shit. I think we need to go to wireless headsets, that type of stuff, to integrate that type of technology if people truly want it for augmented reality, that type of stuff. But what did Twitter, what what did Elon Musk really reveal to us? Well, Twitter files, right? 
Twitter files, mm-hmm. Facebook meta, uh, sure. which, by the way, Twitter, Facebook, and Google were all part of NQTEL's um, secretive programs in the early 2000s. And we're funded with them. Google Maps is actually a creation of um, the CIA's geopositioning satellite imagery um, system that they had developed since the 1970s. Wow. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's a I wanted to talk about that. Fuck, I got to find that reply. Uh, let, let me find this real quick because this is an interesting point on that. Because um, I actually published something on it was actually in replies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was actually in replies. But I published something on this the other day. But I believe it was in replies to Kim.com. Oh. Um, and this is something I wanted to talk about because I think it's incredibly pertinent with what we're going to be talking about tonight specifically. Okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about that too. Yeah. Elon handles interviews really well, man. I was surprised again today with the one that he did. Uh, they asked him too about Disney. They're like, what are you going to do? You know, if Disney pulls their ads and he's like, he's like, let the chips fall where they may. The people will mm-hmm. know the truth at the end of the day. If Twitter goes out of business because everyone pulls their advertising, you know, we'll let the judge decide. Yeah. And then he's like, and the judge is the people. They're going to know the truth basically and he's like do whatever you want if twitter fails it fails if not it not like he's really just putting it out there like your move this yep. is what i'm doing hey did you hear that Zelensky bought um 72 million dollars worth of yachts you see this shit no president of ukraine Zelensky bought 72 million dollars worth of yachts in the last year and a half hmm. like you know what I could give two shits if Putin takes that guy out with an assassination. I could, I couldn't care less. Hmm. You know what? It, it just scum of the earth, man. That's what a lot of these people are. They're the scums of the fricking earth. That's who they are. And, and they're just completely just Corrupt. exploiting everything in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. It's uh, I'm close. We bought Zelensky at multiple yachts. Yeah. Right. There it is. Okay. So Kim.com posted this the other day. And this is fantastic. He says, did you know the U.S. government has a 24-7 high-resolution video from any location on Earth? You can select any date, time, location to see and find detail what happened, even at night. If it's, uh, it's as if Google Earth would allow you to jump to any point in time. Mick West, who is mm-hmm. a big skeptic out there, he says... The idea that the U.S. government has 24-7 high-resolution video from any location on Earth is simply false, literally impossible. Like, like what a blanket statement there. To cover just the U.S. at relatively a low resolution, one pixel per square inch would take about 1.5 and 10 to the 16 bytes. A week of low-res videos, 10 frames per second grayscale would be 92,000 petabytes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, And so he basically says that this is impossible. It can't happen. Well, I replied to him and I said, sure thing. Between 1971 and 1986, the U.S. intelligence communities ran two programs that we know about, Big Bird and Keyhole 9. These operated under what's known as Project Hexagon. These images produced were higher quality than what Google Earth actually produces today. Actually, InQtel, the CIA venture fund, was the one who made the strategic investment in Google and gave them the Google Earth technology. 
knowing that 40 years ago, the U.S. government has the technology to capture any image over the entire planet of which these programs are now declassified. Would you imagine that they have swapped those capabilities out with video? Being someone who worked with satellite-based imagery in the military and someone who has good understanding of our capabilities, I can tell you what Mick is full of shit and makes a statement that is impossible and can't happen. The fact that he makes blanket statements without this is based on fact is understanding our capabilities is just absurd. Now, this was actually in reference to <clears throat> Kim.com talking about the MH7 flight. Now, I don't know if people have been following this. Mm. Um, have you been following this at all? A little bit. Yeah, I mentioned it on Quathy. Okay, cool. So if you haven't seen the video of the, of the, uh, the drones or the orbs that are flying around the plane that supposedly disappeared, Kim.com has put up a reward. Uh, I think it's up to $150,000 right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's 100000 No, it's 150000 They, they okay. raised another 50000 Okay. So oh, long rate potentially the most significant leak in military history technology. There's a video of evidence 2014 U.S. militaries in possession of technology that would be described as aliens. Objects fly with some sort of gravity propulsion with unbelievable speed. And, and there's a video if you haven't seen it. Okay. And this is the one that creates a wormhole. Now, people like Mick West and other people have came out and debunked this video, okay? Now, one of the interesting things is, is this is pertaining to uh, the, the missing MH370 plane. Now, the original video that you just saw there was uploaded four days after this actually happened. 2014, the capabilities to produce something with that ability was not there. That would take weeks or months to produce that in CI imagery. So basically, Ashton Forbes and, and Kim.com had come out and said, we're offering $150,000 if anybody can provide the raw video data of what we're seeing in this video that was used to produce the, the animated CGI version. To this date, nobody is able to provide that. Okay? And... Huh. Chops on them. And then Ashton also pulled out Chinese video sa- satellite imagery that was utilized on that day to be the last known picture of the MH60 or the MH370. Wow. And what it was was three orbs in cloud. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Wow. And it triangulates the actual position of that. And so they're, they're trying to debunk it, but he says, hey, look, I'll pay $150,000. Let's see these original videos. And they can't do that. So Kim.com has been on this, which is pretty cool, and I appreciate him. But the the geocentric satellites and imagery, that type of thing, that's where we get into a lot of this stuff. Because firstly, if you want to think that the, the intelligence community and the government back in 2012, 2010 to 2012, was pulling in every T1 and T2 line, every ISP, Internet Service Providers line, directly into a location. They were taking every single bit of data transferred over the Internet and over the wireless Internet and over radio, anything broadcasting and electromagnetic technology. All of that signals were captured and put into a server and held within defense contractors, servers, and and storage devices. You're talking about petaflops versus petaflops versus petaflops versus petaflops. I mean, you're talking about massive amounts of data storage per day. And Mick West wants to say, well, you know, it's impossible for them to take video like that. We can't even imagine the level of suppression, uh, data suppression technology that they must have, especially if they've had alien 
type of technology and these types of things, right? Yeah, so, the potential for it to be much more advanced than we're even aware of is, is there. Agreed. And then you have this, the CIA secret UF retrieval missions uncovered. Since 2003, the Office of Global Access, the OGA, division of the CIA, has been actively involved in retrieving alien spacecraft. According to sources, the government has reportedly recovered at least nine non-human crafts, some in crashes, two found completely intact. Now, what's interesting is we're finding out from other people, and this is really legitimate people, that what the CIA was doing with this is selling it to defense contractors. That should concern you right there. Okay. Yeah. Now, yesterday I played a little bit about um, ChatGPT, OpenAI, and the hijacking that just happened with them. And this got me thinking. And I started thinking about this, and I'm like, wait a minute. There's something, there's something weird and unusual going on here with what is, is happening right now, right? Yeah. Elon Musk was acting strange. And earlier today I'm sitting there and I go to his Twitter Mm-hmm. Elon Musk has been kind of in on the fritz all week about it. And so I went on Twitter today and I'm like, wow, it's been over 24 hours since Elon's gone off. I'm like, hmm, probably something coming. And then he had that interview and everything blew up about Elon. Mm-hmm. But so what do you think's happening here? Well, I, I made a post the other day and I want to pull it up real quick on Twitter because I, I think that this one helps kind of maybe get into what we're talking about here um now number one the the whole great ant was the first hostage oh my god this is crazy and you're gonna see more and more coincidences within life as things start to go on and things are gonna get stranger and stranger in the world and i want people to understand that things are going to get incredibly weird now the pentagon just the other day, is moving towards letting AI weapons autonomously decide to kill humans. I think that this is incredibly concerning, especially with a topic that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, now, Amazon just recently came out and announced that they are opening up their AI chatbot for business. What's the name of Amazon's AI chatbot? Uh, wasn't it Q? It is Q. Now, what is the name of OpenAI's AI chatbot that's apparently going to be AG, AGI? I don't recall. What is it? Q-Star. So we have two AIs that are being released by Amazon and OpenAI, and they're both with Q. Now, let me ask you this. With everything that's happened since 2017, October 28, 2017, the, the present, you have Q and Q and non type of thing that is incredibly popular. I'm telling you, there's more than 400 million of us worldwide. This is massive movement. Um, the problem is, is all the algorithms, it, it, you can't really filter that stuff out. I think one of the re- na- reasons why they utilize the naming of these things was basically catch on the tail end of that Q and non stuff to basically change that narrative to change the algorithm, change the analytics of the functionality of how, when people search for this stuff, when people go to Google or YouTube and they search for this content, or they're on Amazon, they're using Alexis, they're searching for Q, that this is the stuff that pops up now, not Q or not. That's one thing. Now I want to get into this other part. Firstly, talking about weird coincidences. 
Sam Altman is the CEO of OpenAI, which started as a nonprofit, has moved to a profit. Elon Musk is actually the one who helped start it. Um, four days ago, he was exiled by the board of directors. Several staff and researchers came out and said that they're going to quit and shut down the programs if they don't bring them back in and then get rid of the board members. Well, they brought him back in and the board members were let go. Two of the board members were basically, uh, um, what is it called? It's called uh, exclusive altruism or altruists. Yeah, altruist. Yeah, they're they're, they're eccentric altruists. Okay. Basically, these are as left as you can possibly go, complete communists. Well, guess what? They were the two on the board, both female, who actually wanted to stop Sam Altman from moving forward with AGI and kind of let government regulation and stuff like that come in. Yeah. They're the ones that helped move him out, and they're the ones that got fired. Now, they brought in Larry Summers, who's a massive deep stater. We know this. But I want you to look at this in a sense. Look at... Sam Altman's name. Yeah. What's his last name? Altman. How do you spell that? Altman. A-L-T man. Altman. Alternative man. Guys, do you not find that highly unusual? Isn't it also weird that he looks like uh, Mark uh, Zuckerberg's brother? Something is very, very odd. (laughs) About all of this. Is there any video of him drinking water? <laughs> now, old man, isn't that weird name to be a person who's giving birth to um, AI, artificial general intelligence? I think it is. Okay, so let's go back into this then. Could there be a possibility for 50 to 60 years that people have been raised and brought up in a line to be who they specifically are today in the world. And there's another agenda that's behind the scenes, maybe involving, um, you know, the uh, secret space race, uh, uh, an invasion of this planet by some other type of species or maybe clones. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. We know that this was one specific thing that we looked at with a lot of these active shooters that looked uh, a lot, a, a, a lot alike. A lot of them were adopted, and then yeah. we found this one CIA doctor who um, was basically given out. To, he's a CIA guy who was a doctor who was a psychologist who worked for the CIA, and he donated the sperm banks, and he looked just like all of these shooters, which is kind of interesting. Wow, uh, you can't make these things up because they're really real. And Sam Altman just blows my mind. So today I decided to look into it. I'm like, okay, I got to look into this. There's something more here. So QSTAR is apparently this AI, which they believe uh, is potentially a a artificial general intelligence. Basically, that is the singularity event that we'd be looking for with an artificial intelligence. Um, Which we don't have an AGI that publicly. right they're, they're, yeah right now we are at high-end machine learning we're decades away from agi okay. apparently they have agi now what's interesting they, about this they may now but, uh, elon no, musk that's, i yeah no no I, I agree with you here look remember this yeah yeah google engineer who thinks the company's ai has come to light do you guys remember this 2022 
This was a uh, Lambda. Blake Lemoyne uh, wrote on the chat screen. It looked like the desktop version of Apple's iMessage down the Arctic blue text bubbles. Lambda, short for language model and dialogue applications. Google system for building chatbots. Um, Google system that they were utilizing is a uh, synthetic biosphere that it operates in. And so what they've done is they've taken brain mapping technology, okay? Map neurological patterns of how thoughts actually transpire in the brain of how they function on the uh, the biochemical and the bioelectrical basis of transmission. And what they did is they created bioneural nets. So basically integrated technology into synthetically derived biological material. And they created neural networks within that. This is Google's DeepMind technology. Now, Google is InQtel, which is CIA, which is DARPA. Okay? Yes. So this thing was born out of that system, which they're not going to tell you all this. But this is 2021 that we apparently had AGI already there. That This thing was conscious. And by the way, they shut this thing down. Yeah. Now, going into DARPA. The whistleblower came forward. Now, going in the DARPA and the DOD, um, I've talked about it. We were just talking about this specifically, but in the 1990s, there was classified leaks of something known as Project Echelon. Project Echelon, if you look in Wikipedia or whatever, it's going to tell you that um, AT&T, Bell Labs, and stuff like that had integrated ARPA nets, and they had phone, um, Bell Telephone, and all this. And uh, Echelon was basically a wiretapping a scenario that occurred for the CIA and the NSA from 70s into the 90s. That's not what Echelon was. If you want to know what Echelon was, go in and watch the movie um, Eagle Eye with Eagle Sheila Booth. Yep, uh, Sheila Boy, Sheila Booth, where Sheila. his twin brother gets killed, and yeah. he was working for the NSA, so he he mimics his twin brother, goes in there and covers an AI. They were going to shut down the AI, so it killed anybody that was in the command authority to shut it down. Spoiler alert. Okay. Spoiler alert. Wow. Eagle Eye. All right. That was based upon Echelon from what I've gotten. Wow. Okay? And that was in the 90s that they had that level of technology. Okay? Um. Stanley McChrystal, General Stanley McChrystal. In the 2020 election, he worked with a company called Defeat Disinformation. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this was a Democrat-funded, right here, Dems deploying DARPA-funded AI-driven information warfare tool to target pro-Trump accounts. Okay? Yep. And this was headed by Stanley McChrystal, a retired enemy. Stanley McChrystal is planning to deploy an information warfare tool to reportedly receive initial funding from DARPA uh, the Pentagon's secret research arm, transforming technology originally envisioned to fight ISIS propaganda in the campaign platform. This is the technology that I talk about that integrates directly into social media platforms. It goes out there to Rolling Stones magazine. It'll publish an article. It'll post date that article to six months ago. It 